It's Friday, the 11th day of November at uh, 6.54 p.m. We are over a third of the way through November. It is a rainy night over here as this as this uh, storm is coming on through, right on through the East Coast from Florida on up. So we're going to be raining all night and into tomorrow, and then I got to go to a wedding tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon. So that'll be good. Got all the pumps going at home, so I pray that everything's okay there. Anyway, here we are tonight on a Friday night. We're going to share some thoughts, watch some clips, take some calls. I have reoccurring dreams or recurring dreams that we can jump into in the second half. Uh, some Veterans Day thoughts. I opened up a Vets line on Discord in case people want to call in and and uh, and pay tribute to their favorite vet. Uh, a father, a mother, a cousin, a brother, a sister, a grandparent, whatever the hell. Open for all. Um, and then there's just, just a little mix of some other stuff. Uh, Matt is here. I'm sure he'll be dipping in a little bit. He's just talking to Anthony and our buddy Phil. Phil the cop is here tonight, so there's more it's more guns than usual. Anyway, we have um, we have all that on the 11th day of November. So I um, I hope that your day has been going well. I I gotta say, I don't know. Uh, it was it was a good change. At home today because um, Lauren has been putting up all the Christmas stuff and we are it's it's just so perfectly glowy and 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 nice the lights the wreaths all the good stuff it's all in the right places and um, it really turned the energy around at home um, because I just I don't know as we get closer to the end of the year I always stop and reflect on things as most of you do um, how the year went, how long this year actually feels. It was like, wow, it went by so quick. Now, I know right now we're sitting here in almost mid-November, and it's easy to say, wow, it's November already. But I got to tell you, this felt like three years in one. It It's not real to me that my grandmother died this year, back in February. 
it's a, that feels like three years ago. It was a grueling year, personally. And um, so I'm, I really, I really just, I want to just embrace the holidays and slow this down and just, just, just feel good. And everything's been changing at home with the, the sights of, of all the Christmas decorations and the lights up and, and things like that. Because um, I don't know, you know, uh, we've said this before on the show, when you have things going on in your personal life, everything else outside, even if it's a big election, seems like petty trash petty trash and then i think about years uh years ago when um when a uh no, i don't know a, a yankee a yankee playoff series loss was as big as losing a big election and think about how frivolous that was and i don't know i don't know i guess it's just perspective layers upon layers upon layers of perspective and i just want I just want to find a plateau somewhere at the tail end of this year to shake that feeling of impending doom. Not for you, not for you. It's just that that fight or flight adrenaline feeling has been just around all year for me. And that uh, I'm happy to find a little bit of a respite in the coming holidays. So, and I got some good booking done too. I know in December, on December 1st, Judge Joe Brown is coming back on. Uh, next week, we've got great people coming on. Greg Carlwood of the Higher Side Chats, Jason Burmis coming back, Joel, Joel Bauman, King Bao. That, that's going to be a really interesting one, pro MMA. Um, Robin McCutcheon, I'm talking to, uh, uh, whatchamacall, um, uh, Susan Olson. I want her to come back and do a, a holiday show with us again. Last year we talked about psychedelic mushrooms and the Santa Claus connection and all that. All that that was a lot of fun. And there's something else there too. I forgot who else I I uh, I'm almost ready to bring on, but a couple of the good a couple of the good bookings coming your way. And after this weekend, we tomorrow we should have some tidying up done on the website some links added some taken away some just spiffing up also starting next week i think you all will be happy to hear i'm pretty sure this should work but um the super chats quite frankly superchats.com will be redirected to a new service that we found that allows you to contribute and buy super chats for the air to uh, not only support the show but to add to whatever conversations going on um, where we have found a new service that allows you to pick any number of ways of sending super chats to the show that are not PayPal related. There's credit debit. There's any kind of local options going on uh, over there. I forgot what else uh, was popped up, but they have a whole list of things. So there is a non PayPal option. Those of you who do still use PayPal. You, I think you'll be able to, but there's a non-PayPal option coming, and we should be able to kick off the new week with that. So just letting you know, letting you know, and uh, in the meantime, thank you so much for for supporting me uh, in times of great flux because we've only been able to keep growing, and grow we must. All right. Thank you to Secret Nature CBD. I hope everybody is puffing on some Secret Nature CBD pre-rolls tonight or whatever else gives you that just perfect blend of chill for the evening and for life because it's good stuff it's good stuff and you can get 20 percent off if you use promo code frankly 
And that's how you support the show, by supporting the wonderful sponsors. All right. That being said, let's go and jump into something else. And I've got uh, I've got Matt over here. Matt, how you doing? How you do, you doing? All right. I'm good. How are you? All right. I'm surprised you haven't killed yourself yet because now they have uh, they have turned their collective guns on on uh, Donald Trump. They want to try to knock him off of his uh, election trajectory from now. You saw that, right? Who who exactly? Oh, it's the collective media. The Paul Ryan, Mitch McConnell, uh, uh, GOP types. Yeah, the same people from 2016. Mm-hmm. Yep. No one likes them. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. I'm surprised that you're still alive. I'm still waiting to see if he's going to oh, be whoops. reinstated. That's Rich Barris. That's not supposed to be Rich. It's supposed to be you. Is he going to be reinstated? Well, uh, two more weeks. Two more weeks. Uh, President Trump will be president again um let's go over to some super chats i mean to some grab bag because i'd love to get this uh out of the way so we can get into other things tonight here we go first one up is biden this is from american military news biden says elon musk may be a national security threat and he's and it's worth it's worth being uh looked at as far as What's going on? He says he suggested during a press conference Wednesday that the entrepreneur's foreign sources of capital, including nearly two billion from a Saudi prince for his recent Twitter takeover, could pose a threat to national security. No, see, see, see. Um, again, whose national security? Whose national security does the Twitter shakeup threaten? Their nation. Their breakaway nation, where democracy means something that everybody else has already. Has, uh, has thought it has for centuries and all that shit. But he's concerned about foreign interests all of a sudden. This, this is a guy, Joe Biden, who has President Zelensky tonguing his balls under the Resolute desk every day, and he's concerned about foreign interests all of a sudden. Good on him. Good on him for getting serious. Uh, here's a national security threat, or at least something that is going to... Uh, threaten the stability of the uh, United States and again uh, self-inflicted harm self-inflicted harm to drive the rest of the world away from our craziness this is from silkroadbriefing.com the new candidate countries for BRICS expansion if accepted the new proposed BRICS members would create an entity with a GDP 30% larger than the United States over 50% of the global population and in control of 60% of global gas reserves the foreign uh, the Russian foreign minister Sergei Lavrov has stated that over a dozen countries have formally applied to join the BRICS grouping following the group's decision to allow new members this year the BRICS currently include Brazil Russia India China and South Africa, which is which is pretty much uh, going to be, you watch the uh, the basis for the new Axis powers when they launch us into World War, whatever we are in right now. It is not a free trade block, but members do coordinate on trade matters and have established a policy bank, the new development bank, to coordinate infrastructure loans. This was set up in 2014, but um, now they are taking on new. New members, or at least taking on new applications. Concerning a BRICS expansion, Lavrov stated that Algeria, Argentina, and Iran have all applied, while it is already known that Saudi Arabia, uh, Turkey, Egypt, is that how you say, is that, how do you, how do you, what is that? 
Egypt, Afghanistan are interested along with Indonesia, which is expected to make a formal application to join the upcom- at the uh, upcoming G20 summit in Bali. Other likely contenders for membership include Kazakhstan, uh, Nicaragua, Nigeria, Senegal, Thailand, and the United Arab Emirates all had their finance ministers present at the BRICS expansion dialogue meeting held in May. So you can say goodbye to the petrodollar soon. It's going bye-bye. But I guess that was always the plan, one way or another. So they'll concentrate on Twitter because it's just more important to have the tools to control the way we talk about the issues in their in their grasp rather than actually the issues themselves because the issues of national sovereignty and a stable economy that's um they don't give a shit about that because the faster we die off the better and um the u.s this is another good little good development for us Uh, a federal judge has struck down biden's student debt relief plan so that's nice oh people are probably so upset it was only an act of relief A federal judge in Texas on Thursday ruled that President Joe Biden's plan to cancel hundreds of billions of dollars in student loan debt was unlawful. You know what was also unlawful? The issuing of that debt, the guaranteeing of that debt, of those loans by the federal government, also unlawful. In fact, every act that has come out of the the United States government um, in the name of education has been unlawful. So there's that. Delivering a victory to conservative opponents of the program, or American opponents of the program. The U.S. District Judge Mark Pittman, an appointee of former Republican President Donald Trump in Fort Worth, called the program an unconstitutional exercise of Congress's legislative power, as he ruled in favor of two borrowers backed by a conservative advocacy group. Who cares who the hell advocates them, uh, is the advocate. It's it's true. This This is nonsense. You know, it's not constitutional. You're you're relieving people of their personal responsibilities. It's not constitutional. So, but they don't, they don't know. Who does know? This is sad. Matt, did you hear about this? What's that? Batman star, Kevin Conroy, the guy who voiced Batman, the animated series in the 90s when we were growing up. He, he passed away. He's dead. Uh, I didn't even watch the cartoon. You didn't watch that? No. Dude, you should start finding the 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 reruns. Those that was some, the, the fact that we were privileged enough to get those after school. That we were privileged enough to get that kind of amazing writing, that amazing animation, everything. Oh, wow. That was tremendous. We were really really lucky. I'm sure it's all on DVDs and box sets out there. Um, you're a Batman fan. You should really get mm-hmm. get get a, get your hands on this. Kevin Conroy, voice actor who played the voice of Batman in multiple animated shows, um, has died. He was 66. The actor's publicist said he died Thursday following a short battle with cancer. The news was announced as a statement on Friday from the actor's co-star Diane Pershing, who provided the voice for Poison Ivy, who wrote "Sad News: Our Beloved Voice of Batman." Kevin Conroy died yesterday. He's been uh, ill for a while, but he's really put a lot of time in at the cons, the um, the conventions. To the joy of all his fans, he will be sorely missed, not just by the cast of the series, but by the legion of fans around the world. Conroy's 
co-stars spoke fondly of their friend in an obituary released by the public by publicist Gary uh, Mirinu. Mark Hamill, who played the Joker opposite Conroy's Batman, honored his friend, saying Kevin was perfection. Those are some good, good years. Good years. He was one of my favorite people on the planet. He continued, and I loved him like a brother. He truly cared for the people around him. His decency shone through everything he did. Every time I saw him or spoke with him, my spirits were elevated. So, yeah. Well, anyway. Anyway, that's a uh, little bit of sad news. You know who else uh, who, who else died? The, um, what's his name? The The comedian... Oh, now, 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 he's escaped. The guy with the watermelons. Gallagher? Gallagher died. I thought he's been dead for a while. I, I mean, I haven't seen him around. Um, and I never really paid attention to his his work outside of the the smashing of fruit and stuff because I thought that was the only thing that his act entailed. And then I, re, I, I mean, I know, and then I started realizing later in life it wasn't. But still, I really didn't pay too much attention to him. But always sad to see people go. Uh, I think that's all we have for the opening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, come on back. We have a little bit of Veterans Day stuff. We have a little bit of weird Kathy Hochul dancing down with these uh, children in Puerto Rico. Why did they send Kathy Hochul down to Puerto Rico? Maybe a bunch of people voted for her down there. What the fuck is going on? Well, we'll be right back. Tell your friends, tell your family, we're still live for the next hour and change. I put all the links out there on whatever platforms you're probably using. Help push them out for me and we will uh, we'll all have a nice, nice big night, Friday night in the rain together. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. <laughs> One ant stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a hundred to one. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. That's why we're going back. Does anybody else want to stay? Let's ride! Welcome. Good evening. And uh, I hope that you are comfortable. And I hope you know that you can be a part of the show in a number of ways tonight. I have set up, as always, multiple lines categorized 
on Discord, voice channels that you can get onto the show when we start taking calls. The number to call on the phone is 914-595-6953. And you can always super chat and send your your voice, uh, your thoughts in through text and to con- contribute to the show's present and future on quite frankly superchat.com that's a universal one for everybody on every platform there's also the rumble rants there's also the gold pills on foxhole on quite frankly.tv and uh and then the tips on rockfin those are the ones that i check so i hope that you you indulge tonight and be a part of the the fun so here's a little something i want to start off with because it's Veterans Day, I'm just going to set the tone, and, and, and I just remind you, I've set up a Vets line on Discord. You can call up and you can tell stories about, uh, about your favorite vets in your life. Um, if you are a vet, you can obviously call in, tell a story um, that you think that would help people in one way or another. Perspective, strength, whatever you'd like. But I'd like to... Um, I'd like to say first, because this is something I do every couple of years. Well, I I used to do it every year. I didn't do it last year. So I can't say every year because I screwed up last year. But this, I'm going to first read a little, a short thing from uh, Partisan O. Name is uh, Lafayette Lee on Twitter. And he said this. I don't know. um, He highlighted a certain veteran. I think maybe a father, uh, a It seems like somebody he knew personally. I'm grateful to all those vets past and present who provided a shining example when I was a boy and inspired me to enlist years later. I'm so very fortunate and I wouldn't change a thing. I aspire to be that same force for good in my own family and community. Thank you, gentlemen. And then he provided a picture. Tough as nails and meaner than a two-headed snake, but a real man. I don't know if it's a, a father or an uncle or something like that he says this man survived the baton death march and when he came home he raised himself a family and just went on living in that small town of his never acting like anyone owed him a damn thing and that was a uh i i i love those little portraits of people snapshots and i wanted to do this because it reminded me that that picture reminded me of another picture that i hold uh pretty near and dear where is it i actually have it over here I think it's, is it in here? Where the hell is it? It's in one of these books as a, I place it in one of these books over here so that it would stay preserved. When I was working in the pharmacy, the little mom and pop pharmacy that I, I was, I was working in from high school to college, same one I met Lauren in. I of one of my many duties because we is so small we did everything is that we had to maintain the Xerox machine people came in all the time and Xerox things a lot of old people came in to make copies copies of everything grocery receipts it didn't matter you know you can just tell that a lot of them were just giving them something to do I'm sure they would never need a copy of any of those receipts uh, at any time um Maybe when they're doing their tax, I, I I don't know. But I always just figured that it was something that people did to just give themselves something to do. Anyway, uh, that Xerox machine over the years collected so many things. We collected so many things from it that people left behind. 
all types of pictures, all types of documents, some things that are just trash and whatever, but we kept a folder of things that people left behind in case they ever came back for it. And when the, um, when the pharmacy ultimately closed in 2006, everybody was taking trinkets from the, 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 the pharmacy, and I took one thing. I took this picture right here that was left behind now, I would like to give a little attention to this this picture. Um, the insignia on the cap, I, I believe it's the Army Air Force. I think it's Army Air Force because it's not the Marines. It's not the Navy. Um, and I, I think it's Army Air Force. But this story, it was left behind at the college, at the, at the, um, at the pharmacy when I was in college. And I was always hoping that somebody would come in. I, I have taken this picture to the local newspaper to see if anybody can find it. It's not so much this this man right here, but it's it's what was inscribed on the back that you'd have to imagine was from his wife, then elderly when she wrote this. And it was it it's so it there's so much about this. this is the back of the picture. I loved him during life, and still I love him. With the exclamation point, the. Uh, pretty sloppy print writing so you'd have to I have to imagine she was she was up there in age and probably just really missed the hell out of him whoever he is and I could never ever find never ever find who this guy is I don't know if there's databases reverse image searches in in any kind of military database I'd love the family to have this picture especially because of how sweet the 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 writing on the back of it is I would I would love to be able to get this to the family um, but we're talking a long time now and I, maybe there's some of you out there who do a lot of work with, uh, 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 veterans affairs and you know something about these, uh, image databases that a, a facial recognition scan might be able to get some information there. That would be wonderful. But I wanted to put that out there. This is my contribution to veterans day and, and, uh, and, uh, and the people that love those veterans. So. That's what I have for you. That's what I got there, Matt. You've had you've had quite a few veterans in your life. Yeah, my dad, my grandfather, my cousins, my uncle was chief master, uh, chief master sergeant actually in the Air Force. Yeah, size where you get, bro. Did you uh, you ever have what, what was the most interesting conversations you ever had with them about uh, about their service? It doesn't necessarily have to be combat or anything, but. Uh, I don't know. My dad didn't really talk about it. Uh, but my uncle, uh, he did like a lot of uh, missions. He was involved. He didn't know until after. But you ever see that movie, Air America? It's called when they're bringing the caskets back from Vietnam and they're filled with with opium or some shit or drugs or whatever. Yeah. He was part because they were on C one thirties. That's the base he's out there, C-130s. So he's bringing the drugs so back. He didn't know. He thought, yeah. Wow. That and um, he was able to meet a bunch of presidents, and I think he declined to meet Kennedy, actually. Yeah, he didn't want to meet Kennedy. He didn't want to? No. Is that because, oh, well, I mean. Because Kennedy was a Democrat. Oh. And to think, he didn't want to meet Kennedy. So he could have. Yeah. But he said, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, did he ever regret 
saying no to that? No. No, he never did. No. Said to hell with that. Man. And to think that uh, Kennedy would Kennedy would be a uh, far right wing Nazi these days. Well, yeah, he'd be white. So by don't default, want, don't want that to be. Uh, don't want that. Um, here's a very strange thing. I wanted to do this. I wanted to do King. You know that King Charles got egged the other day. No, is it on uh, film? Yeah, yeah, I got that for you. But first, I want to I want to show you Kathy Hochul, this uh, this this dummy, this beaver faced wench. She looks like she. I don't know what this. Who thought we got it? We've got to get this woman down in Puerto Rico. Oh, maybe because I don't want to sound a certain way, but maybe because there's a lot of Puerto Ricans in New York, and she's a, like, "Hey, come to New York." There's a lot of people in New York. Wow! Look how how I'm having so much fun dancing with these little brown children. Look look at this one. She looks like the witch. She looks like the witch from Hansel and Gretel, that like left the forest and now is just going out shopping for kids. Yeah, great to see she's uh, really uh, on running off to take care of her constituents. Oh, absolutely. No, no. New York needs this. This is what New York needed the most. Uh, it, it, Kathy, the real question is, when you win, are you going to go down to Puerto Rico and dance with the brown children? Of course, everybody loves love dancing with brown children. Oh, I'm having so much fun. This is, I haven't had this much fun in my life. Fuck, this is, this is, much, this is much better than campaigning. I'm the, I'm, the first, I'm the first female president of New York. <laughs> what, a, what a strange bat that is, huh? Oh, whatever. Now let's move on to England. Here is King Charles getting egged. Uh, it's somebody, of course, had to, they didn't, they filmed it vertical on their phone. So sorry for the view, but still, you hear the gasping once the eggs start coming in. Oh, <gasps> oh there goes another one. Oh, wait, somebody in the back with a, did you see that sign back there? It says, not my king. Wait, hold on. That that orange sign back there says "Not my king." No, it's nothing. It often rains eggs. Oh my gosh! What, what do you think happened to the egger, Matt? He's probably in the Tower of London right now. You think that he was given a good talking to? No, he's in the Tower of London. They're feeding him bread and water twice a day. Great record. Excellent album. We learned a lot from Great it. Great record. I've got that ready whenever we need it now. Great record. Great egging. Great egging. Oh, Monday. Monday before you know it. We're leaving the lines open, 914-595-6953. But first, we're going to jump over. Oh, this is something else. And then we'll get to the Babylon Bee a little bit later. Did you hear about this, Matt? This is something that came across my desk a couple of hours ago. FBI agents raid the home of owner of a popular website that tracks everything about the secret air base in Area 51. Hmm. No. 
I didn't hear about this. Here's a short uh, here's a short thread from George Knapp, and then we'll get back to it. FBI agents ca- uh, came down hard on the operator of a popular website devoted to all things Area 51, its programs, lore, and legacy. More than a dozen agents... More than a dozen agents served a no-knock warrant on the Rachel Nevada home of Jorg Arnu, owner of dreamlandresort.com. They seized all computers, files, phones, photos. At the same time, another team of dozen or two agents stormed into Arnu's Las Vegas home, seized all digital devices and files, held his girlfriend at gunpoint. The warrants were served one week ago. Arnu noted on his site that he does not know the reason for the raid or whatever specific images of the secret base posted online may have initiated such a vigorous action by federal law enforcement. We're gathering more information. So it's just the FBI doing more of the wonderful work that it does. FBI agents came down hard. Jeez, what the hell's going on out there? Uh, for 20 years and counting, Dreamland Resort has been the most comprehensive source of information. For 20 years, the and counting, Dreamland Resort has been the most comprehensive source for information on Area 51, Black Projects, the uh, Nellis Ranges, TTR, and the ET Highway. The webmaster is 25-year Area 51 research veteran and resident of Rachel, Nevada, right outside the gates of Area 51, according to Dreamland Resort website. George Knapp added that they seized all these computers. We read that before. The motive for the raid is unknown. The warrants were served one week ago. We got that. And here are some of the comments online following the news of the raid. Uh, I just saw this website for the first time and I could see why they're messing with him. He's legally tracking everything he can at Area 51 and documenting it to his site. Radio, visual, satellite, drones, pics, video, etc. Seems they're fed up or he came across something. That's interesting. Because what could it have been if he's, if he's just posting whatever he can legally from a legal distance, then obviously something something has got to be uh, something's got to be up. I wonder whether, I wonder if we're going to get any updates on this. if there's going to be a gag order once this guy gets out of whatever um, whatever situation he's going to be held in or makes no sense. makes no sense. But that is the kind of story that makes my ear. I, I bet you any money that Clyde Lewis does a show on that on Ground Zero. Area 51, what's been collected over the years, what may be collected now. I like that. If you guys have any situ- any um, theories on what, what this may be about, aside from the obvious that the FBI is out of control and um, it's it's scary, especially for people like me, I wonder all the time. You know, the other thing there, too, and I have to listen to the rest of it, but uh, uh, Whitney Webb, another one I would love to have on this show, she was just, she just did an episode with Glenn Beck. I don't know if you heard it. Do you still look, do you listen to Glenn Beck? No, nah, I never did. Didn't he rub Cheetos on his face? Yeah, I think That's he did. him, right? I think he did. Yeah, no, he's done some really embarrassing stuff over the years. Um, but she just did a, she just did an interview with him on more so of more of what goes on in these intelligence circles and how it's not even necessary for them to seize any of your stuff 
and catch you in the act of doing anything anymore because they are they have uh, uh, electronic and virtual ways of putting whatever the hell they want on your phone, crafting text messages, um, everything, text messages, exchanges that never happen but are just incriminating. They look horrible and they'll ruin a, a reputation. It, it, I mean, they can do anything. It, this that in itself is not surprising based on what we saw in the Vault Seven leak back in 2017, 2018. So it wasn't very surprising, but that's um, that's the kind of thing that's the kind of thing that uh, really needs to be worried about. They get anybody on taxes, anything on anybody on anything they want. So, um, shit, that's just something else. All right, we're gonna take some calls. Nine one four five nine five six nine five three. You guys, let me know how you feeling tonight, and I'd love to bring you in on in on the fun here. In the meantime, Matt, you want to go to some Babylon B? Sure. All right, let's get some laughs, shall we? Here we go. First one up, and the headline for the moment. Let me get Matt on on top of my feed. Perfect. Husband's Instagram account exists solely to post about his wife on her birthday. Oh, we see a lot of that crap. To gush, to gush and gush and gush. Like, okay. Good, good, good. Experts confirm Batman, the animated series, was the pinnacle of human civilization. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was, it was something else. The fact that that was after-school programming was such a gift. Trump bid to be DeSantis' VP pick off to a rocky start. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, if they screw uh, Carrie Lake, if they actually, if she has to live with being screwed... Then, uh, if I were Donald Trump, she'd be the first person I call. I'd say, "All right, well, gear up. You're going to be the VP." Yeah, she'd be good. She should have already won. That election should be over. Uh, patriarchy wins beauty pageant. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I heard about this one. Bob or something. Yeah. The name is Bob or Philip. Yeah, and and not only that, well, they brought the uh, they brought the the, the biological man into. Um, I forget what um, what pageant it was, but it, it was such... I think it's a dairy pageant. I don't know what Some that... type of dairy pageant. I, 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 dude, it's it's horrible. It's a, it's a horrible thing. Because not only are they, are they pushing the gender insanity, but uh, he is a... a he, he's fat and... The face is so fat, he's distorted. The fact that they, that he put, they put this guy into a into a competition with slim fit young women yeah, is ridiculous, ridiculous. Yeah. but i mean as absurd as they can go looks like he's about to enter a job of the hut look like contest instead of a beauty pageant so whatever a, a, i know we live in a freakish freakish time to be alive but babies oh here's the headline babies alive because of dobbs ruling apologize to republicans for disappointing midterms <laughs> That's right. You have nothing to be be ashamed of. To hell with it all. Oh well, you know the abortion thing. Oh, uh, it was really. Uh, who cares? Who cares? The um, the 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 midterms were not about anybody who says well. It's you know get out the vote and messaging and weak candidates and all that shit. You can't even assess how weak the turnout actually was unless you fix 2020. You can't even assess that. So don't give me your 
your amazing analysis until you fix 2020. Headline, Fetterman realizes American dream of living with parents till you're 50 and then getting a government job. Yes, that's what it is. God, this guy's so odd and yeah. off-putting. He's an odd-looking duck yeah, with he's... a goiter he's got in the back of his neck. I don't know if it's a goiter, right. but it's it's massive. Yeah, it's a goiter. It's a camel hump. That's where camels, you know, camels store water there? Yeah, for... he stores water there. Yeah. That's why nobody's actually ever seen him take a drink of water before. He just drinks it out the back of his neck flap. Yeah, well, well he, he he taps into it whenever he needs it, and it releases down into his, his gullet. Uh, U-Haul builds bullet train from California to Texas. That, that, <laughs> that continues. That continues. This is hilarious. Arizona election officials confirm ballots are being counted by George R.R. R. Martin. Uh, I don't get it. George, this is, this oh, is the author God. for Game of Thrones. The, the Game of Thrones uh, who has taken uh, forever to write, to finish yeah. the sixth book. And, of course, he has a seventh book to write after this, which I, not very many people think that he's going to, he's going to live long enough to actually do. So he better get that team of ghost writers really busting their ass. But uh, that's that, that's hilarious. For those who get the reference, this is this is hilarious. Uh, Nation excitedly anticipates first funny SNL episode in years after writer's boycott. I don't get this. Oh, is, is Chappelle coming back? No, I guess the writers boycotted the show, so the comedians are going to do it now. But those comedians aren't funny either, though, if that's what that means. I don't know anything about this one. This is one I don't know. This is the, I don't get this reference. One last one. Selfish DeSantis takes entire red wave for himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> pretty much it. All right. Uh, 914-595-6953. Let's take your calls. It's 735, and we're going to be uh, going to be going a little bit more into the area of dreams very soon. Matt, have you been having any odd dreams? Um, no, I don't even, I remember my dreams and I forget them. Well, I don't know. I, 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 I remember wish, very few. I wish that I was like, I was like that sometimes. 865, you're on the air. Who's this? Oh, this is uh, the Coot Club. <clears throat> Hello, Coot Club. How you doing, Frank? I'm doing well. It's great to have you on. What's up, Matt? Hey, it's, what's up? Uh, it's funny about the student loan debt. Forgiveness. Um, I made a video in the Beehive uh, known as TikTok mm -hmm. that kind of took off. And it's so funny how people are blaming Mark Pittman for ruling it unconstitutional and don't see the bigger picture that Joe Biden, a man that's been in government politics for 50 fucking years or something, lied to them and bought their votes. Like, you're telling me Joe Biden didn't know that they were going to throw that shit out? Of course. No, it's, it's, I'm it, glad you said it. Uh, it's just amazing how people are so disconnected from reality. Uh, like, well, he's only, and, and, and listen, got removed anyway. <laughs> that, that, um, that, that play right there that you just described, and it's, it's very true, very well put. That play right there is only, uh, uh is only possible to be used that tool is only possible to be used because people don't actually know what is constitutional and what is unconstitutional and and what is 
that that understanding of former American reality is so far yeah. gone that it's um, that's why they can use these tools. I had to explain people that were commenting, like, you know, I got like 10,000 views on the video, and I had to explain to some people what the power of the first was, and it it, it was uh, definitely a black-pilling experience for me. Oh, I know, I know. But, well, uh, Frank, nonetheless, thank you so much for the inspiration, brother. Oh, well, listen, you keep doing what you're doing, and if you ever, ever have a TikTok video that takes off again, drop it into the Discord or send it to me an email, and... And, uh, yeah, keep... I'll send you some stuff, dude. I got plenty of stuff. Great. If it wasn't for people like you, I would have never started creating content. So, I, I seriously, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for what you've been doing. I've been watching the show for like ten years. Oh, I'm, I'm, I, I can't tell you how how happy I am to hear that. And keep watching, and I hope we have another ten years together, my friend. And, and have a good night. Hell yeah! All See right. you, dirty boys. See you later. There you go. <laughs> Half the dirty boys, absolutely. We're supposed to be getting some Dirty Boys beer. What happened to that? Brian, what happened to the... It's coming, don't worry. I believe in I believe in Brian. It is coming. It's on the way. What was the other thing there? Let's take a call. Problematic. What's going on, Problematic? Yo, yo, what up, Franklin? It's good. Yeah, I don't God bless you. I don't hear enough from you, man. Why, don't, why do you call in once every five months? Man, I don't know, man. You know, life, life is... You know, God is doing things, and I'm just trying to be obedient. But I love you, man. I think I had to call about the uh, – so Dave is going to be hosting Saturday Night Live tomorrow night. Okay, that makes and, sense. Uh, a few people, uh, the writers, they, they protested, so they're not going to – you know, they quit or whatever. So now that they're gone, it's <laughs> probably going to be funny because I don't watch the SNL but I'm definitely watching it tomorrow. Okay, okay, so they are protesting because Dave is coming. Exactly. Because of the trans stuff then, because I heard that I heard that SNL uh, has, has broken new ground in television history and they have, they have signed on their first non-binary cast member. Is that all the, the, the rage? Bro, I, don't, I never even heard that. That's I something new to me, but okay. the Dave thing, man. But I mean, I've, been, I've been wanting to call for a long time, man. Uh, just a lot of stuff on my mind. Um, what I wanted to say, the whole, the, what's going on, pay attention to what's happening in Israel right now. I don't know if you heard about the uh, so-called, this guy that the Unica or Child Prodigy, they said he's done five miracles. And, you know, it's a lot of websites, a lot of YouTube videos talking about he might be the, the Messiah or the Antichrist or something like that. I don't think he's the antichrist if anything he would probably be the false prophet at this point but i don't know that's still to be seen that's something um but i'm, I'm kind of i stopped listening to uh dave x22 because mm -hmm. I, I really i feel like i feel like it's just the hopium i was talking to another co-worker of mine he was saying the same thing and i feel like next year man the you know the tribulation gonna start bro like it's, it's winding down like the antichrist is up and then jesus gonna come back bro like they said it's the last seven years so who knows you know it's funny it's funny um somebody had sent me a pdf on uh, it, it actually might have been a, a priest because we have quite a few priests that are out there in the uh 
in in the audience. I don't know how they put up with me and my potty mouth, but um, they're they're allowed to. They they're, could yeah. They're allowed. I asked my cousin; he could watch like The Godfather, or this and that. They could yeah. They okay, could. he they can do all that. Yeah. All right. Well, I. I Either way, they, they, I, somebody had sent me a PDF on the tribulation, and I was reading through it. I was like, we've got to do this again, and I, I didn't hear about this. I didn't hear about this, this so-called miracle worker child in, in Israel thing, but I, 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 did, I do remember earlier, I mean, it was in the middle of the summer, but it, there is some point, there is some kind of prophecy that has to do with the building of the, uh, the the fabled third temple that has to do with the yeah. red, the red heifers you saw the red heifer cows oh yeah bro it's all converging the five Netanyahu just got back in and half of his uh, government is the, the, the religious uh, sector of the, the party so he's got this far right coalition um, and they're going to be pushing for prayers I think they already start pushing for prayers on the temple mount and um, I mean, it's only a matter of time. They they got the text that the heifers, the red heifers from Texas. The red heifers from Texas. Uh, where yeah. I'm, yeah, that's where I'm at now. And um, but man, it's it's another one. I'm gonna send you an email. It's a it's a video. It's called uh, the Bear Sheep Prophecy. And uh, Bear Sheep is um, the first word uh, in the Bible in the Genesis, which is in the beginning. So Bereshit means in the beginning. And the um, this video, it does it's like an hour, and it gives you a quick crash course in Hebrew. And the word, the, the letters that make up that word Bereshit, each of the letters, each of the characters, they have meanings because they're symbols, and they also have numbers with them. And it's, it's a whole lot there. I'm going to send you this video. Yeah, though. send it over. And anybody else? check it out because um i don't agree with everything i think that's what like anything like you, you, some some points you know you know you don't really agree with but for the most part i think it, it's a really plausible <laughs> timeline that this guy gives i I'm, I'm interested in all that i it, if it comes to prophecy oh man already i'm hooked i want to i want to learn all about it and i want to i want to you know com- compare and contrast to what we're living through now and if something matches up, then I start going all, I get all, like, almost, like, giddy. Bro, and the dude, the dude you just had on there, he ain't even, like, a Christian or whatever. The right. The dude, the astrology dude, he was telling you, like, yeah, the next, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, that's, like, that's tribulation talk right there. Like, that, it lines up, bro, but that dude that was on your show the other day. Here it is. Here, here it is. Listen to this. Um. Here I have it right here. This was from September 20th, but I remember, I remember this earlier than September. Maybe I'm just, like I said, this this year feels like it was three years into one. So my concept of time is really screwed up. Here is from the Jerusalem Post, uh, sept, uh, published on the September 20th. From Texas to Israel, red heifers needed for temple arrive. A Christian farmer in Texas raised the prize red heifers, which are essential for priests to serve in the temple. Five perfectly red heifers required for the ritual purification of those who have touched a dead body arrived in Israel from a ranch in Texas on Thursday as the Temple Institute continues preparations to lay the ground for the construction of the third temple in Jerusalem. 
the uh, the heifers are all under one year old, and if they remain 100% red and avoid any blemishes which would disqualify them, they will each be eligible to be used to create the ashes required by Jewish law to purify those who have been in contact with a dead body, explained the Temple Institute on Monday. This level of purification would be needed in order to allow the priests to carry out their work in the future temple. And so uh, it's about it's about using their blood and and really just cremating them for their ashes and all that stuff so it's uh it's a big it's a here the heifers will be fed and cared for at these locations until they can be slaughtered and rendered into ashes from their third year onward the heifers were located and brought to israel with the help of the bonnet israel organization which involves both jews and christians byron stinson a Texas rancher and a fundraiser and advisor for the organization raised the cattle. So we, um, Texas, a Texas rancher has has contributed a little bit uh, a little bit to this timeline toward a very very um, pr- prophecy filled process of the building of that that third temple. It, it has all that is has all the, uh, the the stories of Armageddon built into it and everything. And and if you look at the trajectory, the the path that the uh, the what is it the uh, eclipse, and because it makes like a cross, the guy was saying it makes a cross. I think it crosses in Texas. Well, it might not. Thank you. Oh, hey, I don't remember. Either way, problematic. Thank <laughs> you for the call. Uh, I did, this is a very uh, this is a great um, this is a great uh, tangent. I really like talking about this. Thanks for the call, man. Yo, I'm gonna send you that email, man. Yeah, do it. The bear sheet. All right, bro. All right. Love you. Peace, Frank. Peace. 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 Matt. Peace, man. Peace. See you in a little bit. There you go. I'm gonna drop this into the Discord because I know uh, Doc Keck is asking for it. And I'm sure other people would like to to check this. out. This happened. I remember this happened over the summer. I remember it, and I was like, okay, well, I should probably grab that. And then nothing really popped up for me to to bring it up, so it never became its own topic. But uh, talk about things that relate to prophecy, and we did a couple of couple of shows over the the summer on prophecy. So I um, and in the spring did a lot on prophecy in 2022. So thank you, problematic, for giving us a a segue. All right, let's take another call. Seven three two, you there? Seven three two. No, nine one four five nine five. Let's go over to uh, the Discord. Cave Toad, I got you on. What's up, man? Cave Toad. Hello, bro. Okay. Let's see another one. Nine one four five nine five six nine five three. Nine one four five nine five six nine five three. We can always just go to a uh, a break. One more time. Cave Toad, are you back? Yes, I'm back. What's going on, man? Go ahead. Oh, hey. Well, happy Friday, Frank. Happy Hi, Matt. Friday. What's up? Well, you know, I guess living the dream, although with all due technicality, dreams are also nightmares. Nightmares are also dreams. Yes. I like nightmares. Yeah, Matt says he likes nightmares. You're really Well, good. since I dreams do. are part of the theme, I guess, that we didn't get to, but, uh, you know, I have to admit, after uh, dropping fluoride and... Uh, trying to filter and reduce that in my water and starting to add iodine as part of my supplements. 
I did start to dream again, so there might be something to that. Maybe that's what the hell's going on with me, because I have been, I have been so, I, I've dropped the fluoride a while ago with the water, but I, uh, in the last couple of weeks, I have been very diligent. I set an eight o'clock a.m. alarm every day, uh, which are, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's definitely right smack in the middle of my fasting hours, so I get that iodine in my system, uh, that, that mineral with nothing, nothing in there. And I've been doing that consistently for a couple of weeks. That's why I hear that it takes a couple of weeks for you to start to really feel it. So maybe that's what's going on. Could be. And, um, you know, I've been doing the intermittent fasting too, and I've lost 60 pounds in the last year just based on that. And, uh, and, you know, increasing, uh, my activity and, uh, took up jujitsu and man, I miss Rob, but you know, not that that's his thing, but still, it was just cool to have his... Uh, we all miss him, I'm sure. Mm. Absolutely. But, you know, he, he's still alive, you know. Everybody's talking like he's 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 gone. He's just doing a job, and, uh, you know, things... Things, uh, like I say, just... Well, he got a new job? Well, yeah. Well, he's, he's, he's working up... He's working toward a specific job, and he's doing a lot of prerequisite work to gain experience to get the next thing. So he's had to just take on some pretty brutal hours and stuff like that but he's he seems to be having a a fun time learning and uh and we shall see but that's, that's important and if it is like related to um his his uh, uh i can't remember a Kong or whatever uh it's not, that he's doing if he's trying to work towards the next level on that eh, that it's, takes it's, a lot of time and dedication it's it's um, I, it's not related to that in particular but it is related to just you know uh independence and and other and other things that personal goals of his so it all it's all it all it's all good it's all working toward the same thing when you think about it but yeah the um the iodine and all that very interesting stuff the water man i i, I often wonder about that how much we're dealing with people who are just just fl- just just completely hollowed out by things like fluoride they can't even you know conceive. and i've got a friend who's a dentist and boy when i bring it up to him it's just he turns into complete npc mode where he gets raging mad he can be in a great mood great friend whatever but the, as soon as you start to mention it it's just well this is all be- dentist no well listen all, all you're talking about you're talking about people who for the most part, they learn about fortification of, of teeth by people biting into their, their little squeeze thing. As far as the end of putting it into water, because the government cares about people's teeth, and, and, and if they ignore, if they want to ignore all of the studies, all the studies that came out just in the last five, six years about how yeah. there is a, especially for boys, because uh, that, that blood-brain barrier for boys is a lot thinner than it is for girls, that does have a uh, an impact on the lowering of IQ. It's been proven now. So um, that's just I agree. yeah. So I, I don't know. You, you go to a dentist's office and you bite down on the little on the little mouth guard. You know, once once a year, and and you get your your fluoride treatment. Then I guess you know follow. But the... then you spit it out, and it's not like you ingest it. Right. It's a completely different thing. Still. There's a lot of blood vessels in that mouth. I'm sure that it's uh, it's getting, making its way around, but it is just once a year. So I, I don't. Uh, it's it's a lot different than 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 taking some down every time you turn the tap on. But yeah, uh, thank you for the call, Cave Toad. It's good. Well, to- uh, 
Just one last quick thing. So are you still doing the family uh, Hallmark Channel movies once in a while? Uh, every Sunday. Yes, we do. Well, did you see? Uh, I threw a meme in there for the jokes for Frank, and uh, there's a meme somebody made for for Hallmark. And uh, if you haven't had a chance to check it out, you might get a chuckle. Where's jokes for Frank? Well, that's in the Quite Frankly forums that you can find on the Quite Frankly TV website. Oh, it's on the forum. They go to the joke. Okay, well, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, we just, um, <laughs> we just, well, what we've been doing, thanks again, man. It's always great to hear from you. Cave Toad is on those forums a lot, and I love getting uh, getting um, all those things, those things, um, seeing those populate, but I have not seen the joke thread yet. What did we watch last week? Well, two weeks ago, we watched something called Pumpkin Everything. With Michael Ironside. Oh, my mom, uh, I think, watches those Hallmark movies. Hey, and I, I came home in the afternoon, uh, and uh, the commercial was on when I came in there. And it was in Michael Ironside, and I looked, bro, he looks like shit, He looks, he looks like absolute shit. And he's only in his 60s, but he's very fat. In every, in every, every scene that he's in, you can see he's sweating through his, his T-shirt. And it's just bad. But I'll tell you, if you're gonna watch, if you're gonna watch and make fun of, uh, I don't know what you you still got to come by for a, a Sunday. It used to be it's Sunday all the time. You got to come by and watch one of these movies with us when my father's by, and we're just you know making coffee and we have a, a fun time with those. But um, the uh, when we, I'll, I'll tell you, if you're ever gonna make a fun make fun of a Hallmark film with your family, never pass up any. Any movie that in the description it says that the main character has amnesia, you always, always go with the amnesia, amnesia stories. They are hilarious. They're absolutely hilarious. I forgot this last. We watched an amnesia film on uh, over over the weekend. This past weekend, the woman was a uh, a writer, like a science fiction writer or something, and she got into a car accident, and and uh, and this doctor in the small town takes her in completely breaks oh, breaks all ethical rules of how do you deal with a patient like took took her home to his house let her sleep in the guest house they fall in love with this with this this mentally harmed patient it's so hilarious never pass those up your family will have such a good time just ripping them to shreds i wonder if hallmark actors and actresses know that that's what most people do or at least what people like like me do i wonder well, I feel like they're told to go out there and just like, you know, act, but don't act too good. I'm starting to I'm starting to recognize their faces, and they make a lot of money because they you can tell that they are signed on for they they're like multiple movie yeah, contracts. That's what uh, what's her name used to do, Merkel or whoever married the prince or whatever. They had, they had. Um, I never saw any Markle's stuff. I would I would write over it. But I did see, we did watch one movie with Minka Kelly in it, Jeter's old girlfriend. But the um, there was a there was a schedule, a Christmas movie schedule that they put out, I think two weeks before Halloween. Because uh, I think the week before Halloween, it, it goes to all Christmas. Now, we stocked up all of our autumn films because we just wanted to do autumn, like autumn falling in Vermont and shit like that, autumn in the city, 
stupid shit like that, where somebody, you know, the, somebody falls in love. Uh, they they had they had gotten married when they were too young. Their parents split them apart. They went their separate ways. Fifteen years later, they're both looking to get married to somebody else, but they realize the divorce wasn't really legally finalized. So they have to get back together to fix all the divorce papers, but they fall in love again. Like you know that the shit that's gonna happen, and you can just it's just hilarious the things you can do to these stories. You make up your own storylines. Um, it's a good family exercise, and it's good clean fun because it's not like you're watching HBO together and, you know, uh, invariably you're going to be staring at somebody's asshole because that's just what HBO is. Uh, it, give it five minutes, and you're gonna, everybody, everybody on screen is going to have their asshole in frame. Just give it a f- couple of minutes, and it'll happen. But um, what was I getting at? I don't know. You guys enjoy yourselves. All right, we're going to go on a really quick break. When we come back, uh, we're going to go into your dreams and take some more of your calls. A lot of, a lot of fun stuff coming your way. Don't go anywhere. Welcome to Intermission. We'll, we'll be right back. Quite frankly. 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 Quite Quite frankly. 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 So everybody watch, quite frankly, with Frank. Quite frankly. How dare you? Somebody asked me in the chat room, hey, Frank, did, have, have you ever cried for a Hallmark film? No. I'm telling you, there's nothing to hide. There are plenty of movies that make me emotional. Um, but even then, I try to really just keep myself in control. Like that Father Stew, that Father Stew movie, that got me emotional. That, that got me, that was, that was like really like my throat. <laughs> it was very hard to breathe. Father Stu got me emotional, but Hallmark, I'm, I promise you, it is Im- impossible 
to be emotionally stimulated by a Hallmark film. There is one reason and one reason only that people watch Hallmark films and so many tens of millions of dollars are put into the production of these films. Uh, before Halloween came out, I said, I was going to say, two weeks before Halloween came out, they released the, the Hallmark Christmas uh, schedule. Literally 50 original movies. They film them all year round. That's the other thing that we always pick apart. You can tell they're not filming them in the wintertime. There's there's green trees all over the place. They never have coffee in the, like at least put water in the coffee cups. You can tell that the coffee cups are empty. And, um, you know, I, I, always, I always joke that I, I just want to see one actress with a bead of sweat come down their, her cheek. Uh, but they, they produce these films so much Somebody asked where the hell you can find them. I don't know, the Hallmark Channel? I'm going to call my mother real quick. Hold on a second. going to ask her. Hello? Hey, it's Frank. Hi. I'm, I'm on air, just so you know. Okay. So don't curse or anything like that. Okay. Uh, where, where do you know what is the channel that you um, that you DVR all the Hallmark films? Is it just the Hallmark station or what? Uh, and Hallmark Mysteries. Hallmark Mysteries. Wait, let me see what exactly what it's called. One is um, the Hallmark Channel, and the other is Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Hallmark movies and mysteries. Okay, yeah. Now I'm just telling people about it. Uh, about what? What did we watch last week with the amnesia? What was it called? Mm, I don't know. You already deleted it. Uh, I deleted it. Wait, it's in my deletion. You want to wait? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to hear because people. I told people you, they can't pass up the amnesia stories. Um. Falling for Vermont. Falling for Vermont. It's it's yeah. so... <laughs> that's it. Okay. Falling. Best selling author got amnesia. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, uh, thank you for that. I love you. Okay. I love you too. Bye. Bye. Well, my favorite Hallmark movie was Misery. <laughs> Imagine really? if they made movies like that. That was a very cozy one. There's only there was only one ever that was dark that went dark and we were all like, Are you serious? Really. Only one ever where the mother was terminally ill, and we're like, no, no, you can't break formula like formula like this. Because as I was going to say before, there's only one reason why these stories get made. It's because people rely on them to be PG, hunky dory. That all the problems the characters have are not really problems at all, you know. The, the and they're very predictable. People just want to have something predictable happen for once in a while you know it's a very it's a safe place and that's why we we make fun of it we we trash it up and it's a lot of fun all right uh what else do we have here what else do we have um all right let's go to our super chats our super chats and then we'll take some more calls i see everybody in the chat room is having a great time talking with each other about this 
Summer711 says, You guys cursed me. Ever since a Friday night episode I listened back in June, I now walk around in public with the posture of George Washington. <laughs> you don't, because no one can walk around with that perfect of posture. Only I'm imagining Anthony walking around in public with the posture of George Washington. So Anthony's... Even, even he can't. Anthony's tried. It's very, very hard. Let's see. Um, over to Rockfin. A few dozen people hanging out, having a wonderful evening. And on to the pilled section of things. Quite frankly, TV. Fridays are the best, says says Dirty Jersey Whore. Jeez. Dirty Jersey Whore. Uh, Put in Hollow sent a cookie. Witchy Poo says Escape from New York Fund. Oh. Well. Gonna have to save that one up. Uh, Cave Toad says, is it ParallelEconomy.com? Just curious. Hi, Frank and Matt. I don't know if he's asking us that question. Boys Blanc, thank you. Sean Joe, Zoso Dude says, I should hire you as a male model, Frank. You make that shirt look good. Why, thank you. Thank you. It's just so wonderfully... I feel, I feel fresh in this Zoso Dude tie-dye shirt um cave toad again says here's sirens this show is fire that must have been from before then then again boys blanc and then katie b says amen caller and then cave toad again i had a great amnesia story but i forgot anyway stostube has a thin beard well well let's take a call 773 you're on the air what's up Hey, what's going on? Who do we got? Uh, hold on, hold on. No, I'm Jeff from Chicago. I didn't think you were going to pick up. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you always got to expect it, Jeff. Well, it's great to have you on, though, man. Yeah, well, I'm not really sure what the topic is, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, as far as, like, with everything you've been talking about, I think a lot of people, you know, recently I moved, I moved from uh, Chicago to, out to Iowa, you know. And then I got a job out here, and I've been doing that. And, uh, yeah, what I see in Chicago, man, I mean, it's, it's, you know, things are getting crazy out there, man. Like, a lot of this crap you see on the news, man, a lot of the people are accepting it out there, bro, and it's pretty weird, bro. I don't know what to say, man. I mean, these people are just, I don't know, man. Like, I felt like I was in a different world when I was walking out there, bro. In, in what, in, in Chicago? Yeah. I you know I um we're we're not too far away from similar atmospheres but yeah I, I'll tell you Jeff and thank you for the call I I can't imagine I can't imagine what it is actually like to to call the the middle of some of those uh, war zones your your everyday home I can't imagine I really can't because at the same time. It's one thing to say, okay, well, we got a problem. This is a violent city or a violent part of the city, and we, you know, things are going on right now. It's it's one thing to 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 acknowledge a, par- a problem and try to put a plan in in tackling it. It's another thing to whatever you can, in any way, shape, or form, you can ignore ignore the problem. And just just claim it doesn't exist, and whatever you have to admit to existing, passing it off to somebody else, so you don't actually have to go out and fix it. 
because to fix it, ah, it's a it's a crazy thing. It's a crazy, crazy thing. Lauren just texted me too. Says, "Yeah, there was that one really sad Hallmark movie. We were traumatized for a movie or two. Yeah, that they should never do that. Never ever get serious. They shouldn't get serious." Here's a call from King. What's going on, King? What's happening, baby? Hey, what's up? Um, I'm going to make this real quick and to the point, and I'm not calling anybody out specifically. Uh-oh. But I just want to say one thing right now. If you're calling in and my boy Frankie is promoting your shit, you better be subscribed. This ain't no soup kitchen. This ain't no welfare line. You will not take advantage of my boy. It is a give and take. So if my boy Frankie is promoting your shit, you better be supporting him. And I ain't talking about being a cheerleader. I'm talking about. I, I, well, I appreciate it. That's it. That's it. That's my message out there to people. You don't have to say nothing. Okay. I'm just saying to people out there, if my boy Frankie is promoting your shit, you better be taking care of him. That's all. Well, thank you. Thank you for that, King. Not a problem, brother. You have a great show. You too. Be well. I feel like King is, is always standing outside the door with his arms crossed, protecting things over here. I love that feeling, right? Uh, what was he talking about? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a it's a, a private conversation he's had with somebody. <laughs> I I don't. I seriously don't know because it's obviously the sponsors. Um, the I have two sponsors for the show, and that's all pretty mutually beneficial, especially if people go and and uh, buy stuff from the sponsors. So I don't know. I'm just going to let him do his thing. Cause he must see something that he he feels is is off kilter. It's off kilter. It's a skew. It's a skew. <laughs> it's. Not... <laughs> oh, Phil, come on. Two one six, you're on the air. What's up? Hey. Hey. Hi, how you How you doing? I'm doing well. What's your name? My name is Martin. Uh, from Cleveland. I called in one time. Try to talk about the pole shift. Yes. <laughs> I've been trying to make that go viral. It hasn't been going well for me, though. It's okay. So what do you have? What do you have? Do you have anything a little bit more granular to say tonight? Uh, let's see. Uh, over there in uh, the Ukraine, I, it doesn't seem like anybody really knows the truth. But uh, uh, Martin, know. Martin, are, are we on speakerphone? No, I got a headset on. Oh, okay, now you, now you sound a little bit better. Just okay, go right ahead. Okay, so Ukraine. Yeah, Ukraine. Yeah, people don't know, but really, Europe is after his oil fields and his gas fields. That's what this is all about, you know. But you, you never hear anybody talk about. It. I haven't ever heard one single person talk about it. You know, um, it's crazy. Well, um. We've we've done uh, we've done quite a few deep dives on uh, on on Ukraine in not only in 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 the present time in the, the coverage of of the conflict right now, but also the, the the years leading up to it and 
and of course gas and and power are 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 a, a big focus for a lot of people who are trying to take a non-mainstream look at things because that goes back to even what we were uncovering for our own American oligarchs and their children being a part of out there and this little this side economy that they've that they've uh, set up for themselves. So it's it's it, Martin. It, it hasn't been as ignored as you may fear. So I just want to allay your fears on that. But yeah, it's a it's a it's a big clusterfuck when it comes to news and clarity on on issues like that because it's it's all cyclical. It's just going on in the background now. Now we don't get any updates unless it's Sean Penn giving away his uh, his Oscar to uh, to Zelensky, and that's the feel good the feel good story of the day. And and then uh, that that's it. But is there anything else you got for us, my friend? Oh, I don't see why they don't uh, Europe go fight their own battles. Why they need to get the United States to fight their war? We won't fight, so they're going to try to get NATO. You know what? A, bunch of wussies over there in Europe. Well, it's not Europe's war either, unfortunately, but uh, it seems uh, one way or another, um, somebody that f- or something that floats above all that, and thanks for the call, is trying to uh, drag a whole bunch of people in Europe and, and otherwise. But that's that, and this is this. Uh, let's see. Let's see here. I have a couple of... Matt, did you see these? I have a couple of these uh, these videos. I have a couple of these videos that really kill me. Oh, you know what? I'm going to save this for for break in a little while. What I want to do now is go to our recurring dream line because it's interesting to me. It's interesting to me the um, the experiences that people are having, reoccurring or recurring, which means that I think recurring is every every night you can set your 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 uh, timer to it. It just every all the time. Reoccurring is something that happens, you know, every once in a while, but it's familiar and whatever. But recurring is you can set your clock to it. Anyway, we can it can be one or the other here. So I ask people to drop your dreams here for safekeeping. It could be prophetic, pleasant, confusing, seemingly pointless, but as long as they continue to return, I'd like to hear about them. So uh, the Magster says, I would estimate that uh, out of all the dreams I've remembered upon waking, approximately 80% of them were in a hotel and or involving an elevator. Pretty frequently, those dreams are in a hotel and there's something involving an elevator in the hotel. Super odd, and I've always wondered why in holy heck, this would be re- uh, this would be recurring somehow in my mind. Would welcome any thoughts or speculation. Cheers. And other people say that they'd actually like to hear more. They're interested about it. So do you guys and gals have any specific place? A hotel or a hotel elevator? I've had plenty of hotel dreams. The ho- But the hotels, Matt, they are like... Uh, they, You're they, in a hotel or dreams of a hotel? In In a hotel. More specifically, that when I'm in the hotel, the inside, the hallways, all that stuff, they become impossible interdimensional labyrinths where I know in the dream that every time I make a turn, every time I go into a new door, I am one degree separated from my original reality. And it's going to get harder and harder to remember which door needs to be how to backtrack my way and, and and I just get I get lost in this labyrinth I've had several hotel dreams 
where in every room there are there's people from my my childhood um caught in certain certain weird repetitive <laughs> have you ever seen me like just oh uh, no, you know it, it, it is very it is very lynch but uh they're never like bugging out or anything like that sometimes it'll be like a childhood friend who is very old or it has kept like the same like childish look to them but they have a, an older voice or they're stuck in a loop and they're saying a say or they're doing something odd they're playing with a fucking yo-yo or something shit like that you know i never had a mall uh a uh, hotel dream i had a mall dream and malls a castle dream that was a lucid dream that one i flew in it in the castle yeah i flew out of the castle okay so you were up in the air it was it was I was playing uh, for PlayStation, The Matrix, the game The Matrix. Oh. And this is when I was, you know. So I was like, you know, playing it. And I was, I don't know, I went to sleep and I like dreamed I was fucking in the game or whatever. Eventually when I did fall asleep, and it was a, a lucid dream, I guess, because of, you know, that. Yeah. Yeah. And dude, I fucking flew in it. It was awesome. I've never had a satisfying flying dream. I've never had a satisfying dream where I'm flying. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember having dreams as young as, well, it was in it was in the first house that we lived in, uh, the first apartment that we lived in. So that was prior to 1993, and I we moved out of there when I was in second grade or something like that. Second or yeah, right before third. Anyway. So I'm, I'm, I have to be seven years old or younger, and I remember having flying dreams in that house. But even at that age, I'm flying where like I just like almost like belly flop to the floor. Um, you know, all like I just like just kind of like jump up and belly flop to see if I, where I'm going to start off to fly. And I'm fly. I never hit the ground. I'm off the ground. But I'm I'm literally about. A very unsatisfying, frustrating foot and a half off the ground. Yeah, I've done that in a lot of dreams. Like, I can, like, f float in it. I've had dreams where, like, you know, when you fall and you wake up, I've, like, actually uh, hit the ground in my in the I've, sleep, I've done that. And I woke up in pain. I've had, oh, the pain. No, yeah. I've never had that. I've been shot. I've been That's shot. what the mall dream was. I got shot with a shotgun in the back. I turned around. I got shot in the chest. And then I got shot in the face with a shotgun. I got shot in the chest. On a, on a pristine sunny day right outside of my grandmother's house in a dream that I had when I was I was real young I was I was checking the the sports section of the paper and um, and and that's that happened once I had teeth fall out quite a few times when I was younger but I, but the, the but I'm telling you I'm sure people at home have had the the flying thing happen where you're only a foot off the ground where it's actually exhausting uh, yeah i've had that it's actually exhausting because you almost have to keep a a prone a prone cobra kind of a reverse plank going because you can't just fly around without having your knees or your toes drag on the floor like you have to keep you have to keep flexing your ass and your hamstrings to keep yourself straight enough to actually fly which what's the point you can just walk you know yeah i've had a lot of uh, driving dreams too. Yeah, that I, I don't remember the driving I don't know. dreams. I have a driving dream where it looked like I was driving uh, a bunch of people. Like I think you guys were all in it, and a bunch of other people I knew. You know what is that exit where you get off in White Plains, and there'd be that big cornfield over there, and there's Santa's house would be there, 
There's big elephant grass. What is that? Exit six or seven or it's five or something. Whatever. I was driving up and I would drop people off and then I would come back and then I would drive back up with different group of people and then that's what the dream was. Are you talking about the fields? Like if you're if you get off the exit and you're going to the dam? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah, uh, yeah. I think yeah. I think it's yeah. I think it's six. It looked like that. Yeah, it was just like where I was driving people to. It was like the sun was setting or rising, and then dude, I would just come back, empty car, go with new people, come back. That was a dream. I don't know why I remember that one. Yeah, I don't. They, they, that's just it. Very, very odd stuff. Um. I'm sure that there's other ones that I'm, I'm, I'm not remembering right now, but let's get on to more. Here's from Mushmouth Joe. Mushmouth Joe says, for as long as I can remember, I've had recurring, reoccurring dream, a recurring dream. I don't have it often, maybe every couple of years or so, but in this dream, I'm in a house and I have never been before, but it's always a very familiar place anyway. Yeah, definitely. Each time it's a different house, but the dream is the same. I'm trapped in the seemingly familiar house but can't find my way out each time i open a door there's just another room a never an exit each room was always more intricate and confusing than the last when i double back the previous rooms i've already seen become new and more complicated than they were when i was walking through them it's a little bit like a christmas episode of the x-files only i've been having this dream since before that show existed I've always seen it as a sign of my subconscious that I've allowed life to become too complicated and I just need to simplify things. Well, since this is pretty much the problem that I have in the hotel rooms, in the hotel dreams, that is a, um, that's a comforting way of looking at it. Yeah, because it is complex. And then the stress of having to remember, it's almost like playing Simon Says. And you have to keep remembering the pattern. We just I, I forgot who just got uh, Aurora, a Simon Says. They, somebody from the audience had sent, sent one out over. I said, damn, I haven't seen these ones since we were in middle school. And, you know, Simon Says, it's just the, 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 the flashing color patterns, and you have to keep remembering it. And the color patterns get longer and longer. And, as, and the longer and longer it gets, the more your anxiety goes up. Because, like, shit, <laughs> you want to remember it. Because if you go, eh, you're like, oh, no. So the, the world is coming down, but um, that's pretty much the kind of anxiety that that builds up inside these dreams. Only it's a little bit more, oh, more so because if you're not doing it lucidly, and you actually think that uh, you, you're lost to the monotony of it all, then um, in the dreams, you start feeling a kind of dread that you're never going to see the ones you love ever again because you're already you're 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 lost. You've been lost. You're already lost. So there you go. Allow life to become too complicated, and I just need to simplify things. You're right. You're right. That's a good way of... Thank you, Mushmouth. You just changed my life. Mushmouth. Yeah, Bulletproof Chick says, I hated school, so one of mine isn't surprising, but I dream that it's the last day of class slash finals, and I haven't been to class all year. Not only can I not find the classroom, but I have no idea what the class was about. In reality, I ditched classes as often as I could to get away with it, uh, as often as I can get away with it in high school. So this dream is my punishment. Oh, I've had, you know my, my, the, the dream that I have the most? It's always unpreparedness dreams. Uh, that is, that has a little bit of a shade of it. Some of the worst dreams I ever had were like cash register dreams when I was like 
in um, when I was younger, around 14, 15 years old, and I was getting those first jobs at CVS and other places using the cash register and dealing with customers, and I would, I would actually wake up with my arms moving like I was checking things out and putting the barcodes through, putting them out into a bag, stuff like that. I, I, I woken up like that several times, and it was so nightmarish, especially on days that um, I woke up and I had to go back to work. But, um, but the unpreparedness dreams, especially musically, are a nightmare. They are a nightmare. I remember being... I remember me and Anthony, the band, but especially me and Anthony, because it's just been it's been me and Anthony since the late '90s, with the band. Um, we had a gig at like a stadium, like it was like a giant stadium kind of a gig, and there, this was this massive stage that that was set up with like a almost like metal, um, I would say metal like subway grating on on the stage. All right. And that in itself posed a problem because there's my drums. My drums were on, on the stage, but there was no carpet. So if you don't have your drums on a carpet where you can put those pegs into, uh, into the carpet, then these things are going to float away from you. And, I, and to, to think, oh, my God, this, this is going to – so I can't get my – my drums are in one place. They're going to float away from me. This is terrible. Then I'm thinking, what, is, what are the songs on the set list? I feel like we haven't practiced that much, and I need some kind of monitoring. So I know I can hear the rest of the guys. The stage is too big. I need to be able to hear the guitar, the rhythm guitar at least, so we can we can pull this off. And I all I had on stage was this tiny little Epiphone box amp with no wires that was too far away from me. It was a nightmare. I've had other other I've had other nightmares of of like being in a stage play and of course not knowing the lines. Like everybody around me is off the book and ready to and just ready to go, and I, I, uh, I for some reason in this this dream world had taken the taken the part on in one play or another, and I just kind of dropped the ball and never read the script, and now it's uh it's the night of, and I am just like I'm I'm like I'm like reading through the page like this like you're that's gonna help, those are bad ones, dude. Those are bad ones. I don't think I've ever had anything like that. Yeah, well, good for you. Oh, good for you. Uh, Dirty Jersey Whore says, Matt remembers me. What now? There you go. Texas for Trump says, here you go. Keep King off my doorstep. So Texas for Trump just sent a, a gold pill just to try to keep King from beating him up. I, I it, Was that hit? Was that was it Texas for Trump and King? I'm not promoting anything that Texas for Trump sells, right? H- am I? All right, let's go take a little break. We come back. We are going to take some calls and read more recurring dreams and then maybe off a little bit early for the Friday, but this is a nice change of pace for the rest of the week. Don't go anywhere. Should be a fun time. Matt, watch these uh, watch these break videos. Here we go.
I was only nuts to that goddamn line. I cannot remember it. Oh, no, Emily. I am not lost. Oh, my son of a bitch. Let me do it again right now. Keep what rolling. Fun? Well, I can't work around here. Oh, you're following me. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. What was it? What was the berry that... Son of a bitch. Time is tiresome. That's the margin of utility. I'm... Oh. You tried to... Nuts! <laughs> How do you do? I'm very glad to see you. I knew as soon as I did it. All we need is a fellow with weight enough can uh, learn a couple of uh, lines and... Uh... <laughs> he used to dig for buried treasure right over on that island. God damn my soul. I broke my back. What do you mean by that? Your back is broken. What, a vertebrae or, or well, what portion? Spinal. Yes. There's a couple more I've been watching. Dude, last night I was watching so many, um, so many shorts that kept popping up on Instagram. I was just crying from laughter. I sent so many to myself. Some of them didn't make the cut here tonight. There's other ones that I, um, I, I just, I drop into the, I, <laughs> there's other ones that I drop into the, into the discord all the time. They love the, uh, Matt, you've seen this one, right? You've seen this one? Yeah, hold on. Hold on. Here, I know you know this one. Call me. I want to know what color your butthole is. I didn't see that before. He's got such a satisfied look on his face. <laughs> I want to see the full video of that one. Because that looks like the talk, almost like the talk shit hotline. It's the same. Uh, the same people? Yeah. Because <laughs> they have a talk shit hotline part two. But, but talk shit hotline part two yeah, isn't as good. Funny. It's not as good. You can't you can't recreate things like that. You can't recreate things like that. Um, the uh, <laughs> I just love that that smile. It's a fantastic. Call me. I want to know what color your butthole is. <laughs> Oh, it's the little things. It's the little things in life. Keeps it all fresh, right? Five, 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 meat. Five, 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 meat. That's like a television cell phone number. All the five, five, well, no, five. No, usually they'll, if you call it, someone will talk to you. They have people, yeah, those are real things, bro. The talk shit hotline, that's real, bro. Five, 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 meat. Well, I know the talk shit hotline. I don't know anymore, but if you call it, someone picks up and talks shit. 1-800-555-MEAT. Let's see. This call may be recorded for quality assurance. Oh. We have a special promotion today for select callers. If you are over 50, please press 1 now. I'm if not, not press 2. I, 
I should. How do I hang up? If know. you are over 50, please press 1. It's for this hotline, I know that. I, well, maybe it is. But I'm not going any further than that. What if they bill my Skype? Oh, can you imagine that? It is an 800 number. Well, it's an 800 number until you get there. Until then, then you then you jump into the services, and it's probably like $5 a... All, all I wanted to see if somebody picked up. All right, well, let's take a little bit more. 914-595-6953. One or two more things, and we are on our way. What's Phil saying? I don't know. Oh, he's got, he's got ice and he's got soda, so they're probably taking the rum out. If I know Phil, it's probably Sailor Jerry's. Did he bring any Sailor Jerry's here? I didn't see it. Oh, then now he's got his he's got his police grade flashlight. Something's going on out there. The poor cat. All right, let's take a call. John from Connecticut. What's going on? Hey, um, nobody's talking about the thing that happened right uh, like on election day. There, uh, the fourteen states that got national guard deployed with cyber teams. Oh yeah. I'm wondering if you dug up any sauce on that, or it's just always oh, just nothing. Oh, I, I don't know if it's nothing, but I, I took note of it, and it's um. I, I mean, I, I guess I guess uh, it's something in the. Apparently, if, if nobody knows, then it's something, right? <laughs> well, I mean, well, it's known. It's known that it happened, and I guess just the precedent of seeing that over a dozen states are now deploying uh, paramilitary to to take part in in uh, in elections that are becoming more and more disputed by all sides of the equation. It's just I I believe one more step toward a a situation where we have international military bodies coming in. You know, I saw somebody very, and thank you for the call, John. I got to move on to other uh, other things. Do you have anything yeah, else you want to say? Yeah, no, thank, thank you, Frank, for taking my call. Hey, Matt. Hey, wait, 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 but John, was it only only you wanted to say about the uh, that, or 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 were you well, all done? Kind of. I just was curious, and uh, I talked to my buddies, and all my buddies in the military just said, John, don't worry about it. Oh. <laughs> so just it. So it's kind of interesting that. I know something that I'm, I don't know, it's just nobody else is talking about so much is what I'm getting at, and I guess I hope we'll find out on the 15th, I guess, when Trump says, yep, we got them all again, I hope. That's oh, what I'm oh. Saying. Trying to get the opium out there for us opium people. Gotcha. Yeah, well, yeah, well, you can always just get it in gas form. You can breathe it through the, breathe all that hopium through the, the, the face mask. I didn't know that that was the 15th was over. We got it all, and that's it. Um, but, um. Yeah, I saw somebody say something along the lines of, if, if if this was if Arizona, if places like Arizona were Brazil or Argentina or whatever, that the UN and all that stuff, they they would come out and declare it a humanitarian crisis and and uh, and suggest that uh, suggest that it was an illegal coup was in place, it would be denounced and all that stuff, and it's true, it's true. That uh, we are still just—they're trying to keep together the illusion or the uh, the delusion that this stuff is all on the up and up, and they're trying to normalize what is the purely, purely obscene. So um, when I hear 14 states have brought the, the national guard out, I—it's uh, not a good thing. It's not a good thing that 14 states think that that is that is uh, is necessary, 
and it's a little bit more of a step in the wrong direction, if you ask me. Ghost of Schwartz says, I have three daughters, but there is a 16-year-old age gap between my last two. Starting about two years before I gave birth to my youngest, every night I would have a dream that I had given birth to a child, but I could not find the baby. The baby would be there for part of the dream, but then I would either forget the child somewhere or misplace the child or the baby just vanished. Again, this happened every night right up to when I found out I was pregnant. It was either God speaking to me or my biological clock since I was nearing the late 30s. Love your show, Frank. Hmm. Hmm. So I guess that would you can file that under the uh, personal revelation slash prophetic category in dreams. Bsin79 says, Hi, Frank. I haven't had a rec- this, this recurring dream in quite a while, so reoccurring. But starting in my teenage years and running through uh, my 20s, I would have a dream of getting gored by a bull. (laughs) The scene would always be different, sometimes familiar and sometimes not, but I always ended with me getting brutally gored, and uh, most of the time it woke me up from sleep. It was probably between 10 and 15 years since I had one, and I never really figured out what it might have meant. Hmm. Patriot Angie for Liberty asked uh, uh, B-Sin where they got gored, but never got a response. Hmm. Well, here you go. Fender Deluxe. I mean, then I'll take a, maybe one or two more calls. I'm a musician, so this recurring dream kind of makes sense. The recurring dream, a uh, reoccurring dream, is that I'm heading to a gig in some city that I've never been to, or a hotel or a ballroom that I've never played. It's always dark, and uh, the cities and hotels are kind of creepy and gloomy. If I do find where I'm supposed to be, there will always be problems with the load-in. Mm-hmm. I, we, can't find the right loading dock, buildings or door where we're supposed to be, or I'm dollying the equipment into the area of the hotel looking for the stage just to have to turn around. It's always like a maze, and worse, it's being late and not knowing where I'm supposed to be, or of course, I'm panicked and stressed throughout the whole ordeal because to me, there's nothing worse than being late to a show. These dreams come and go over a period of years. I'll have them for a few months, then I won't have them again for years. On a side note, California's AB5 wrecked live music in the state. Not to mention what the COVID debacle did to live music everywhere, which is probably why I started having the dreams again. I moved to Nevada, where I'm playing a lot again. Never looked back. Love your show, Frank. Keep up the great work. I am right there with Fender Deluxe. I guess it's just um, something that... If you're a musician or anybody that is is into the performing arts, this is one of your worst nightmares. You know, to, to be unprepared or to have a performance go sideways in some way that you could not have foreseen. Um, or to have missed some vital instruction, even though you thought you were prepared otherwise. All right. Let's see here. What is this? Robbie Starbuck put this... Somebody in the, in the chat room put this out there. Robbie Starbuck put this out uh, a little while ago, just less than an hour ago. Said, wow, in Arizona, they discovered that some Republican ballots that were supposed to be counted after the tabulators failed ended up mixed in with ballots that were already counted instead. Carrie Lake put it best, our elections are a circus being run by a bunch of clowns. Oh, they are trying to do everything they can 
to put that problem glasses wearing freak Katie Hobbs who hid for the last three months like a scared child into office. They are so scared of losing Arizona. They know how pivotal it is. They've already claimed Pennsylvania for at least a few more election cycles, if not forever. Boy, oh boy, Matt. This is this is scary times, brother. It's terrible. It really is. All right, uh, over to Super Chats one more time, and then we are done for the night. I'm uh, I'm having a good time, but all good things must come to an end, and there's a nice storm outside that we have to enjoy. Citizen Chuck says, started driving at 16 and had two recurring dreams, driving up a steep climb, uh, then imp- an impossibly steep de- uh, descent going faster and faster, totally out of control, and driving off the end of a bridge, uh, falling hundreds of feet into the water below. That is a nightmare. And especially the fact that it happens from time to time. Bridges just collapse, and I always think about how terrifying that that end to your life is. Oh, my gosh. I don't think I've ever had drowning dreams. I know people... Oh, I have. You have? I've had dreams of fall... I have a lot of dreams of falling off of roofs. Mm. Well, that's a... That's something that you've... You've been. Uh, I think I even had like a uh, Ace Ventura dream once with a raccoon. Like I tried to. I think it fell off of something. I tried to to grab it, and he was just falling. Like, oh, that 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 was a bite off a cliffhanger. Yeah, I know that, but I mean, I I think I. I want to watch that movie again. Like I haven't that. seen that movie in a long time. What cliffhanger? S- Sly. Oh, oh, you know what? Did, did I did I tell you last night? I think it was last night or the night before. I was watching uh, Kyle Dunnigan. I I sent the super chat to Kyle Dunnigan, and he read my super chat at the end. It was great. Uh, he was and he was a Sylvester Stallone. Let me see if I can go to the end here. It had to be Yo Below. Come on, where the hell am I? I gotta be there. Where the hell's the quite frankly? Where's the quite frankly? I'm trying to find it. It was a lot of fun. Oh, he just says whatever you want him to. Well, I mean, yeah, it's uh, something, something like that. Say, oh my god! They go over dead during the debate. He took an oath. Doctor Oz took an oath. He went on the Oprah. You take an oath. Benign derp. This is derp. He's 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 being sly right now. Uh, but it, it's right. Oh, it's right after this. See, there, there's my super chat in the feeder here, so it's got to be coming up. Wait, let's see. Don the mask. What? <laughs> no mask. one cared of who I was before I donned the mask. Don the mask. Look, we got a skeleton. We're coming to the after party. So we're gonna go do some yos and then Wendell's and Winter. Is that? Is, is that we're gonna do Wendell and Alec Ball. We'll host the after party. We have fun. We're just gonna hang out. There'll be no celebrities at the after party. That I guarantee. Where the hell am I? All right. Look Let's at this. Do some guy, thank you for the $10, guy. I still have... Oh, she does. It's right. Oh, it's after fat. this. Good. Good. She's one of our very few female Kiovid. members. So uh, we, but, maybe a guy who just wait. put a bunny grab his <laughs> picture. We really she put know. a hot cartoon picture. There's no uh, telling. But let's just leave. Don't ever tell us, guy, that you're some fat dude in his mom's cellar because it will really bum us all out. <laughs> Tell the baby John to put the afterbite in the community section. On the chair, yeah, put the community section. Come on. 
We will put all everything in the community section. Come on. Remember, you can get Where all the, the hell uh, was it? behind the scenes videos. Uh, I'm still trying to get to a few more there super chats. Right? I had a couple when Wendell made his first appearance. It cured me miraculous. Well, quite frankly, it's his name. That was it. Yeah, Wendell did cure me of uh, of COVID. That's where I I was watching a lot of Kyle Dunnigan when I was uh, when I had COVID. Really picked me up. It was Kyle Dunnigan's show and uh, Dr Pepper that really turned turned the uh, the corner for me. The drink. The drink, Dr Pepper. It's it's uh, curative. It's made by a doctor. Made by Dr Oz. Albert Frederick says, I literally have uh, no memory of a dream that I have had. Lisa is always telling me about these vivid dreams she has and even out-of-body experiences along with others. Maybe that's why I'm always asking if this is real life. Am I dreaming now? It was all a dream, Albert. It was all a dream. Let's see. Um, That's all I have over there. Thank you, everybody. It's been a wonderful night. A real wonderful, real wonderful week. I want to thank uh, Tom Ford. Says, check the NFL quarterbacks turned into a woman. Hilarious. Where's that? Cave Toad says, I lost my security deposit because of me and ten uh, and a friend jamming, and it's bass drum pegs destroying a wooden floor. Yeah, I mean, you, you have to get a, a carpet down underneath that bass drum. You must. You must. Um, but there you have it. Everybody, we have Friday night programming that's about to start in a little bit on QuiteFrankly.tv. It's the weekend roundup. That's always good. That stretches into Saturday. And then eventually we have the Sunday programming that I curate that goes live. We'll be jumping into this, uh, into this recurring dream thread. It's there. It's a repository. So it's for all time. So especially as things become a little bit more, uh, a little bit more tense. Like, I want to see what people are, what kind of dreams they're having at any certain time. I would love to see this reach four or five, ten pages long and know that as we go into and out of seasons, maybe people are dreaming the same things. Maybe we can start to see a pattern forming just based on the small sample of the, quite frankly, audience. Um, and and, and that, would be, that would be something strange and interesting. So get over to the forum on quitefrankly.tv, make a free account, and please... Go there and drop some dreams into the repository. We will get around to them in due time. But that's the end of tonight. That's the end of the week. Matt, do you have any um, do you have any wishes for the new week coming up? No. No wishes whatsoever. One foot in front of the other, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, thank you for being here, man. We thank all you, hope we hope that you have a good week and that uh, it all works out, and, and we're all still here together. At the end of it, you know? We'll see what happens. We are. We are. We always we'll do. see what happens in Arizona. Oh, so depending on Arizona, is that the last and, straw? And Lauren Boebert. So if Lauren Boebert loses, so is there any combination that keeps you alive? What What is the, the baseline for killing yourself? Carrie Lake needs to win. So even if Lauren Boebert wins, if Carrie Lake loses, you're going to have to kill yourself. <laughs> please, please, somebody find another batch of Carrie Lake votes. Please. We've got to keep Matt around for a few more years. All right, guys. Have a good night. You know how to get in touch with the show. And, uh, and I invite you once again to become a sponsor of this program, this nightly program. I put a lot of heart 
and soul into it because I love this audience. I love the energy I get back. And we have a lot of fun together. And the holidays upon us, it's only going to get better. So uh, go to quitefrankly.tv, the sponsor section. You can be a sponsor for as little as $1 a month. And uh, even though there are specialty tiers you can jump into on places like Subscribestar, there are four universal things that everybody gets no matter what. No matter what. That is priority messaging with me, whether it be an email or on the DMs on any of these native platforms. There are the uh, links to the Sunday unlisted live streams, exclusive live streams every Sunday. Those are very, very fun. We've been working out together lately. Uh, and then there are the new monthly raffles that you are automatically ent uh, entered into, exclusive raffles. This month, we are going to be giving out some, uh, quite frankly, coffee, as well as a one-ounce silver round from Wise Wolf Gold and Silver, sponsored by Mark Swan. He wanted to do something like that for uh, November <laughs> and December, so... You guys got that, and there was one other thing, one other thing. Oh, yeah, Twitter followbacks and things like that. So become a sponsor, and um, I'll love you forever. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good night, and I'll see you on Monday. I'll catch you on the flip side. Quite frankly, it's film before a live studio audience, and now our super chatters, starting with Citizen Chuck, Albert Frederick, Summer 711, and Tube. Thank you guys watching on Theta, and thank you on QuiteFrankly.tv, which the fun is only getting started for the weekend right now. So go hang out over there on QuiteFrankly.tv. And, uh, and then thank you on Twitch, Rumble, YouTube, Rockfin, Twitch, Always keep your notifications on on the weekend because now that this winter, the winter weather is coming in, there's going to be a lot more times that I just go live randomly at night playing one video game or another and talking to people in the chat room. Love you all. See you on Monday. and the truest, alas, are the fewest. But be one of these if you can. In duty ne'er fail, you will find twill avail you and bring its reward when a man. Don't think life plain sailing, there's danger of failing, though bright the future seem to be. But bright honor and labor and truth to your neighbor will bear you safe over life's seas. Then up and be doing, right only pursuing, and take your fair part in the strife. Be honest and true, boys, whatever you do, boys. Let this be your motto through life.